Harvey and her alleged um, relationship with Michael B. Jordan. It might actually be a movie thing or it might be staged. And Yawanda must have, you know, caught wind of this and basically tweeted that I bullied you, even though you were the one that refused to say my name. And now the 12 months is coming to a close and the government are currently voting whether to keep the boost or remove it. Tracks just stacked in the wrong places, closures just you know shifting and lifted you know just doing different types of dangdam style Hi guys, welcome to the Mo Chunk Show and welcome to another installment of What's Trending where I give you a listen of what's popping in the world of celebrity, celebrity, and in our world of today. So in terms of celebrity news, it's quite similar or a follow-up from last week's um, celebrity news talking about Louis Harvey and her alleged um, relationship with Michael B. Jordan. And I remember like in What's Trending, I mentioned that I feel like I'm getting movie vibes from this um, because, you know, when they were playing around in the snow, you know, it looked like they had like crew around them, people that weren't necessarily their age or like the chemistry wasn't like they were a group of friends. So I thought maybe um, this is something that, you know, they're leading up to a movie or something like that. It seems like social media is catching up to this in a sense of, okay, it might actually be a movie thing or it might be staged. I don't know whether you guys remember this, but there was an interview where Michael B. Jordan was basically asked about his dating life. And I think it was impertinence to black women. And he went on to say that he doesn't want to disclose that part of his life. So a lot of people kind of ran with this narrative and assumed that means that he doesn't date black women. And now a further theory has been, you know, made. Um, people think that this has been staged so that they can change his image around black women, etc., etc., etc. Which is quite interesting. I mean, obviously I cannot determine like who he's dated in his past life or like his past relationships, um, but definitely. I'm getting movie vibes. And I think another thing that made people kind of allude to this is the fact that there's a, there's been loads of pictures, like even in the shade room, um, but it seems like the pictures that come out, they're almost kissing, but not actually kissing. They're almost, you know, doing something loving, but not actually doing something loving. Um, which, you know, begs the question like, okay, what's actually underneath the surface? Um, another thing as well is that they haven't actually said they're together, guys. This is all speculation and based off of somebody uploaded a picture and put a love heart, somebody uploaded them on the, on their birthday and put a love heart. No one's actually said, you know, my love, the love of my life, my partner. Like those statements haven't quite yet been alluded to. Um, yeah, which makes me wonder what's actually going on. You guys let me know in the comment section down below. Do you think this is stage or do you think they are genuinely in love? In terms of your celebrity news, guys, I've actually got two for you. Um, so the first one I will go with is the more of the older one that kind of happened, you know, last week. Basically, there was this Bali blogger, people are labeling her as now. An American woman basically went to Bali um, for a holiday and now she lives there because, you know, apparently her her standard of living is so much better emotionally, financially, um, just peace of mind. Apparently she's, you know, 
healed from a lot of traumas whilst out there in the serenity of Bali um the cost of living is lower she used to live in a $1,300 apartment in LA and now in Bali she lives in a $400 tree house which is obviously do the maths much cheaper um apparently in america she was struggling for work and you know over there she's basically running a remote graphic design business and how this all came about was because she obviously like i said went out there on holiday and then lockdown happened loads of covid travel restrictions covid related travel restrictions and she just decided okay since we can't move let's just stay here and um with the help of like visa lawyers for example she's managed to extend her stay longer than they intended and basically wants to live out there now so this was all put in a, in a twitter thread and it caught a lot of attention she also put it on instagram um and that also caught a lot of attention but but i've really noticed that instagram and twitter are completely different worlds on instagram it was well received this book that they wrote because at the end of the thread she actually wrote a book called our barley life is yours in the sense of how we did it and how you can do it too on Instagram, well received. People were like, yes, we can't wait to do this, etc, etc, etc. On Twitter, on the other hand, people were like, girl, you need to check your privilege. Um, and it was actually very interesting reading the responses. And I think a lot of the things that was highlighted was the fact that a lot of the things that you're experiencing and enjoying in Bali come because of a level of privilege that you have um in a sense of you come here with a high paying skill come with your possibly american savings as well i know she said she was struggling for money um but a lot of the locals cannot live the way the average tourist would live um because actually their wages um i can't remember what the name of it is but the general like average wage of what people tend to collect at the end of the month some locals it's just over a hundred so this tree house that you're saying is cheap for you based on your american money or you know with the skills you're able to leverage over here is actually very expensive for the locals um and also she mentioned that it's queer friendly in a sense of she and her girlfriend live there and they haven't faced any like homophobia or anything like that but actually some of the locals pointed out that bali is, is still a very conservative community and the privilege that you're getting a lot of other people who are queer do not get that same privilege um so they were just pointing out a lot of things to her that it's like okay we're getting colonizer vibes from what you're doing this savior complex sometimes when we go back to um different communities different from the western world and we feel like because we have more money we can have a better standard of living we then go on to advise other people um to do the same and a lot of people of course they want a better life they want to heal as well they want more money for themselves for, for what they're working for but what it actually does is it, it puts an unnecessary strain on the locals who are trying to get by apparently as well from the thread very interesting comment tourism in bali is not as sustainable as people think and apparently during this covid 19 pandemic it's been the worst hit in the, in the indonesian region in terms of the economy and how they've reacted and dealt with the pandemic so just a lot of like people were basically highlighted how insensitive she was how ignorant she was i think a lot of it definitely comes from ignorance yeah in terms of the plight of the people that actually live there and encouraging more people to come and basically damage the economy further you guys let me know what you think of that in the comment section down below and in terms of um the second the second um celebrity news basically yawande was called out by lucy for allegedly being a bully um basically someone must have commented on lucy's instagram saying oh 
why did Yawande call you mean? And I'm not actually sure of the the source of that original comment or if it actually happened. Um, but apparently Yawande called her mean at some point. And then Lucy responded saying, oh yeah, she's always bullied me. Um, and Yawande must have, you know, caught wind of this. And basically tweeted that I bullied you, even though you were the one that refused to say my name. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say baby, I love you. Anyway. You're the one that didn't want to say my name. And Amber came on to confirm this, that apparently Lucy tried to call her Y, and Lucy tries to refer to her as her, which is very interesting. Apparently, Yoani was very gracious, and, you know, just, even though Amber was like, nah, don't have it, she just, Yoani was not, you know, for the hype at the time. Um, but then she found it very disrespectful that even though she took that from her, she would now come on after their time in the villa and basically say that she was bullying her. And I think every black woman, in fact, every black person with an African name can relate to this kind of this particular kind of microaggression where in some cases, some white people um, will pretend like it's so hard to say your name, even though for someone like Yewande, her name is very phonetic. It's not, there's no... There's no accent in it. There's no sh It's just Yewande. And if you see the word in front of you, the name in front of you, you should be able to read it. I know a lot of people can relate to this in terms of teachers and registers. They come to your name and because it's something that they haven't seen or is it, you know, English, they begin to act like there's hot call in their mouth when they're trying to pronounce it. Um, and, you know, a lot of this could be avoided if you just said, how do you pronounce your name, you know? Rather than doing the whole dramatics, making someone feel embarrassed about where they come from, their heritage. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, your name's a lot of it very phonetic. It doesn't matter how long it is. If you just sound it out, how it's meant to be sounded out. Of course, there are some names like, um, and some letters that are different. So like the S's, they're not all sounds. Some of them are like sh sounds, for example. So that's different. But generally, it's not that hard. Other foreign names, like German names, get pronounced correctly. Or they will at least be respectful enough to ask how do you pronounce it. But then African names sometimes. Um, yeah, you guys let me know what you think of that. Is this another case of like, is this another case of where like a white woman has done the aggression and then chooses to put that on the black woman, knowing that she was the one that kind of, you know, was doing the bullying. It is bullying at the end of the day. Was your one day right to call her out on Twitter? I think, I think she absolutely was. Because sometimes we stay silent in situations to seem like the more gracious ones and someone runs with a narrative, you know. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section down below. In terms of world news, guys, there's been a lot of uproar to this universal credit controversy. Um, basically, um, early spring last year, at the start of lockdown, um, they increased universal credits to basically help families who were suffering things like job loss um, and just financial crisis as a result of the pandemic. So they added an extra £20, um, you know, that was like a, a booster to the universal, usual £75 universal credit that families would get. And so this went from £75 to £95 and it was proposed to last for 12 months. And now the 12 months is coming to a close and the government are currently voting whether to keep the boost or remove it. And, you know, it's very interesting because just last week discussing 
issues surrounding free school meals and now this the conservative government and how they've handled the pandemic and the people in the pandemic especially the underprivileged people people living in poverty in the uk has come under a lot of heavy scrutiny recently and this is you know another one of those situations where like things have been exposed for what they really are in terms of agendas and you know where the care kind of lies and um, a lot of people have questioned does the government care about people that are underprivileged because why is it always why are we always arguing or debating or voting their right um to be looked after by the government because at the end of the day that's what a government is meant for they're meant to look after the people um so yeah they'll be debating whether they're going to remove that extra 20 pounds and a lot of people have argued against this because the pandemic is not over like we're still you know, many families are still struggling with job loss. Many families are still struggling financially. Um, and it probably shouldn't be until the pandemic's over and even a little over as well. Um, before the economy kind of rebalances, before they even question whether they should take that away. Um, you guys let me know what you think in the comment section down below in terms of universal credits, free school meals, and generally how the conservative government feels about poor people. In terms of social trend, this one was another like clubhouse topic. It was this time in a room with someone called Ashley and you know the hashtag is talks with Ash and they were talking about hairstylists and some of the horror stories that people of people and the experiences with them and bad customer service. This room actually initially started as um, you know, they had hairstylists on the stage and they were talking about, you know, some of the difficulties with running a business, some people were voicing their concerns. They were having a nice dialogue back and forth until the story started coming. Um, so there was a bit towards the end where they decided, okay, can we get some stories of like experiences of bad customer service and, you know, a lot of, you know, popular, you know, they call them IG hairstylists. Of course, they're just hairstylists, but popular on IG just for the sake of the video, IG hairstylists, a lot of IG hairstylists were basically called out, um, some popular ones, some not so popular ones, um, for having bad customer service, maybe like one or two, um, such as Slay by Bailey and CDB Hair, um, were given good reviews, um, but a lot of them, but some were also given bad reviews and, you know, it, it got, with every story, it got messier and messier. I think some of them were very valid in terms of, you know, you can see like pictures of like tracks just stacked in the wrong places, closures just, you know, shifting and lifted, you know, just doing different types of Gangnam style on, on people's heads. Um, and, you know, they were right to call them out. A lot of people did question like, what was the motive? Are we doing this room because we want improvement or because we just want to name and shame? Um, you know, somebody already went on to say that, oh, let's tell horror stories about working with influencers and they're, they're now going to go on next week actually to do makeup artists. I don't know whether we actually want to learn or help these people become better because some of them do have good reviews. I don't think any business can have 100% good reviews. Are we actually trying to help them improve on the bad reviews or do we just want to label them as bad, outrightly stop their bag, etc, etc, etc. I think we do need to question our motives a lot. You know that phrase, the UK's bad vibes. Um, yeah, it's crazy how, the, you know, those are the kind of things we want to hear and those are the things that entertain us. But yeah, you guys let me know what you think in the comment section down below. Should people be named and shamed um, on such a scale? Um, does it help in terms of building wealth within the black community? I mean, I did see, you know, someone analysing this and talking about the fact that, you know, black businesses, you know, one bad review is all it takes to just... Which is like, okay, yes, business owners do need to fix up, but do we also need grace from each other? Some 
situations, of course, outrightly unacceptable. But some situations can be handled with more grace, in my opinion. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section down below. And that's all I really have for you guys in terms of watch trending. Do make sure you like it if you liked it, share it with your friends, and also subscribe to this channel for more. I am now going to go over to Chit Chat with Mo to talk about, you know, to give you guys my life update. I was going to insert this video at the end of last week's episode, but I thought, you know what, let me just use it for this week um, instead. That's why you'll see that I was wearing the outfit from last week. But nonetheless, do make sure you check that out. So you can kind of understand why things look a bit different and you know where life is at for me for me right now and where we're going next to the channel welcome to another installment of chit chat with mo where we have controversial debates honest conversation and so much more so in this um chit chat with mo we're going to be talking about 2020 um the year that it was and also like where i'm at right now as you can see things look a bit different and i personally like it and i hope you like it too um but there's reasons for why i'm in a completely different set um yeah guys just in summary um and some of you might be surprised to find unless on clubhouse you might have heard me also talk about this on sincerely or Wasser's podcast that i featured on but basically long and short of it is for 2021, I decided to move back home um, as a result of a series of events that happened in 2020 um, and basically where I kind of want my life, the course of my life to go going forward. Where do I start? 2020 was a whirlwind of a year. Um, I was heavily, heavily blessed by God and I also experienced some losses and, you know, that's the human experience, isn't it, you know? yin and yang, the good and the bad. Um, that's the balance of life. That's the reality of life. Um, and in case I keep looking that way, it's because I'm just monitoring the camera because I don't have a flip out screen. Um, just monitoring that it's still recording. So I apologize for that. So 2020 um, was an interesting year because at the start of the year, um, you know, like I said in my video about, you know, things losing everything in 2020 the beginning january I, my, my phone started to run out um between that jan to march whereby i had an interesting year as a freelancer i was freelancing as a videographer um when i moved out so i could sustain myself really and truly what i really love doing is mctv but i also had a skill whereby i could create media content for other people so i thought why don't i do this as a service it enables me to be a freelancer to be able to do mctv work um, as and when needed and also move out i can sustain myself freelance work was very interesting money would come in but money would also be going like i said was paying bills all that jazz um but things started looking up november december made a lot of money um but you know something was telling me don't get too happy um in a sense of you know there's there's a season where you're going to need some savings and it made sense when jan to march happened and much business wasn't really coming in um something also told me get a job um i did listen to that thing i thought voice of the devil i find you but it made sense because I would have been on furlough and enjoying my life and been able to just do MCTV anyhow. I also didn't qualify for the government grant, so I decided to get a job. And this was where 2020 began to become just a whirlwind. Um, my first job, I quit um, because my boundaries were heavily violated. I found myself on like work calls at like 11 p.m. in the night. And this was something that was very glorified within that company. 
so much so that there was a group chat called the espresso group meaning we don't sleep but you know i was like i'm so sorry i did not get this job so that i cannot sleep because i can't be effective in everything that i do so i just you know politely said you know it's been great but i'm sorry i'm gonna have to go and of course i needed the money but I also needed my peace and sanity more and my sleep more. So I moved on to another one um, that a friend actually introduced me to, a friend that needed someone that's good at social media, you're good at YouTube. And then recession hit. The second, was it the second, not an inflation, the second depression of the recession happened. And um, the pay was really good, um, a really amazing job, really amazing work, work environment. Um, second recession happened and they had to let staff go and me being new, I was one of the staff that they let go. So that was really sad. Um, started looking for another job, got a job as a teaching assistant. Um, and you know, the way that one ended was just, <laughs> I was like, it's, I'm laughing now because it's kind of funny. I was just like, was all this nonsense like what is really happening to me because um that one was um just really random. Basically, um I must have accidentally like grazed a child. Um, not grazed like just like I went past them and my like this like my hand just went on them like that and I was like oh it's like no no cut nothing it wasn't even that deep I just said oh I'm so sorry I scratched you like I even said it jokingly and we laughed about it this kid now went to his friend me scratched me and I was like uh oh you know safeguarding so I said okay let me let me mention this to the teacher teacher mentions it to the head teacher head teacher did not find it funny at all even though um you know we went to the sick bay the staff nurse in the school was she was laughing about it she was like oh you're fine like there's not there's nothing wrong with you the there's nothing wrong with the child but basically um you know I was told off about my nails and I said okay it was about a week to half term that time um I was like although there's nothing your policy about it but I understand um I will take them off during half term and then the assistant head came and was like, no, 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 you, uh, you have to take them off before before Monday. This was a Friday. And I knew I had a lot on. I was still trying to balance nine to five with YouTube. Usually I edit on the Saturday or try to rest. Um, I didn't really put in, put a nail appointment or beauty appointment in there. And I was like, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll email you by this evening. She's like, no, you have to make a decision now. And I'm very like, I can be really anxious sometimes. Um, and I was just like shaking at that time because it's just like, <laughs> you know, and, um, I just didn't know what to say. And then she was just like, right, don't come in on Monday. I was just like, okay, maybe God doesn't want me to be there. And I remember like at that point, just being to my partner, like it's something wrong with me because first one did it work because I left boundaries boundaries were being violated and you guys know that's a big deal on this channel and I had to practice what I preached second one now um recession happened great working environment it just didn't work out third one now I accidentally scratched somebody told on myself because of safeguarding um just trying to be an honest person that this has happened it was confirmed by the nurse nothing was wrong with the kid nothing was wrong with the boy um and that just turned and escalated into something else um, so I was like, okay, kind of what next? I didn't really apply for anything, um, but I was headhunted by a weight loss company. <sighs> this was dream job. I could be flexible. I could continue doing MTTV freelance. If I say I'm at the studio, I don't have to be like on work obligations and all of that kind of stuff. So it was perfect. And I remember actually before I got it, I prayed to God. I said, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to look 
just going to come to me. And the requirements, I was giving God requirements. I said, what I want is a job that is very high paid. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I said, it's going to be very high paid, so much so that, you know, I had some saving goals. I will hit my savings target for the year. I said that I will be able to hire my PA. Um, so when I'm at work, they're able to do work for me. I remember putting out an advert and being quite confident I could afford it now because um, I needed someone that was very skilled like myself in every area of skill that I have, they needed to have so MCTV could run when I was at work. So that was specific as well. What else was it? Savings, my expenses, and I wouldn't be stressed. It would be a job that would be very flexible for me. It had all that and more. Just to even just tell you how fantastic this job seemed at the time, for me, it was a 40k job and, you know, I even had savings for the next year that I, I just knew it would be covered by then and I could get on the property ladder. You know, it's really hard as a freelancer. And then I was in that role for about a month and a half until someone within the company flagged something up on my social media. And, you know, they did an investigative meeting with me and it lasted a very short time. And it was literally like, just like that dream job was taken away from me and oh my goodness I was so sad like I couldn't what really helped me get over that situation was you know understanding that consequences I mean there's consequences for our actions the things we say online even if we've like grown up and changed our views um there's something quite important in terms of when you're going forward remember to clear your history <laughs> that was my biggest lesson from that because you know when what they found was shown to me I I even couldn't believe that I'd put that on the internet, but it was there. And, you know, there was a consequence for that. And I, I, lo I lost the role um, and I did mourn the job because, you know, I, I felt like it was perfect. And, you know, there is that scripture that says all things work together for the good of those that love God. But at the time, I just couldn't see the good. I was trying to understand, like, why would I pray for something would come and then it would go just like that. Um, and again, those thoughts in my head about um, is something wrong with me, like, you know, shimmy, like, you know, so many opportunities, but they're just not working out. As I was reflecting, I'm someone that reflects and thinks very deeply. Uh, I was reflecting on, you know, the time that I've had, that I had on the channel from March till about October, just before we went on the break and how the channel was growing, it was exponential guys. I'd never seen growth on my channel, like at least, a, just at least a thousand subscribers every month. Um, and there will be like at least one viral video each month. And I was like, more oh, think about this. There's something here, you know, is it that you are really meant to be working right now or that you're meant to focus on this thing that God has actually called you to. Have you not seen the success that's happened, especially in the times when you've been in between jobs and focused all your energy on MCTV? Have you not seen the growth? As so I was really thinking and thinking like, oh God, I was like, should I try again? Should I get another job or should I focus on MCTV? Then the question of, is it that getting a job um, instead of MCTV or juggling is completely the wrong path for me or the jobs I was getting were the wrong stops on the right path for me. I was also trying to be realistic as a creative, um, you know, when it's, you're not making that much money, you need a job in some cases to support you. So I was trying to be sensible, 
but it was almost like God is, was at that point was saying, who has to be sensible, like trust me and do you understand, do the senseless thing and see what I would do for you. So yeah, I was contemplating that for a long time and was really just praying about it, praying about it, praying about it, even up until the start of this year. That was another reason why I wasn't keen on just turning on my camera and creating content. I really had to clarify a lot of things in my head and I'm really glad that more clarity came. Like as I put my camera down, a lot of people were just ringing me talking about content and mo focus just sending me the same message in different in different sentences but that's all by the way but yeah contemplated okay get another job don't get another job focus on content juggle it all together and also another thing that happened last year you know amazing announcement we did on this channel with the studio um that my amazing partner got me i was going to leave this to the end just recounting my blessings but here's one of the biggest blessings that's happened to me um, in 2020. I thank God every day that I have a man that is thoughtful, he wants me to grow, he wants me to do better, he wants me to upgrade, you know, in every area of my life, especially my career. And that was really important for me. And, you know, he kindly gifted me this studio as, as a gift for my birthday. The studio space um, was a, a preliminary contract um, between um, my partner and the studio owner and it was meant to be extended if the relationship worked out well to a year. So three months pre preliminary, if it, the relationship is good, um, mutually beneficial, mutually beneficial, we move on to a year. And I do remember like when um, I was told that, I was like, are you sure this thing's gonna work out? Like he has all the faith in MTTV, like he believes in the vision so much, even more than me sometimes. Um, and it's like, of course he's gonna wanna extend it. Um, you just go there and you know, do your thing. So I went there, did my thing. <laughs> um, and then it, it was, I would say something that was very good for me, experience, having the space. Um, the theme song, I think, is the biggest blessing that came out of that studio, um, studio partnership because I remember before we went on the break in October and I was saying we're gonna come back bigger, better. I didn't know what it was though, I was just talking. And I had it in my mind that I was gonna do the theme song, but I didn't know where. Guys, I, I kid you not, I was like, I had a strong feeling this theme song was gonna be done. I was even thinking, should I do it in my room, my kitchen, you know, I was renting a room, like, how am I going to do it? And we got the perfect, when I say perfect space in the studio to do this theme song. So when I was actually doing the recap with you guys on my vlog, I was like, maybe, like, I, I do hear God saying that maybe it was just a theme song relationship and then that was where it was meant to end, you know? Um... And there was just a bit of friction. I'll just be honest with you guys. There was a bit of friction at the studio. Um, I think the biggest friction was our ideas of what quality looks like. Uh, the Mochunk show, I've envisioned it to be very like homely vibe. You know, kind of like now you can see like the furniture behind me. You know, I look like I'm at home. I look comfortable. Whereas at the studio, we're getting this like cold um, vibe. And I was trying, I'd buy some furniture, stuff, try to dress it up nicely. Um, yeah, but we weren't really, yeah, we weren't hitting it. Like the set, that wasn't even an issue for me. The main thing was for me, I like clear, I like high quality video. Um, and I wasn't getting that. Um, and I men mentioned it, I was trying to mention it very kindly. You know, what can we do to improve this? And, you know, 
my concerns were basically dismissed <laughs> dismissed i felt very gas gaslighted you know that famous twitter word was it gaslit i felt very gaslit in terms of my concerns about the quality the direction the quality of the show was going in like I said in that vlog, I did see views dip in. I did see engagement dip in. Um, I think the biggest one that was like, yikes, 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 um, was that we worked with a really cool brand, Nord Green, a watch brand. And we filmed um, the intro for that the week before so that they could approve it. You know, my videos are quite like fast paced. So I filmed the intro so that they can approve it. And then the next week I got a call from my producer saying, oh, um, can't bring down the couch you know it's too much work and it was just like but continuity we filmed the intro last week um we're gonna have to use the same it was a back and forth like literal um literal back and forth and I was like oh gosh this is just so stressful um and it was just weird things like that um there was a time you know where what was it that we, yeah that whole shoot didn't work out so I said let's try and reshoot um and I wanted to come in on a Sunday to reshoot it um he said oh we're at full capacity at the studio and I was like okay let me go grab my tree so that I can at least film at home he said oh no one's at the studio so I was like you're at full capacity at the studio but no one's there so I can't pick up my stuff so I was like hmm okay and when I noticed that you know things that I would flag up wouldn't be taken seriously or there wouldn't be an improvement I said okay what about if my partner takes over um the producing of the show and we just use it as a space only contract and I don't think he liked that at all um yeah I don't think he liked that because like he said okay you can use things like the studio lights da, 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 da. and then one day we came in and he had set up upstairs for another shoot um using the lights that we were meant to use the shoot just before Christmas was cancelled last minute it was a lot to the point where I had to confront him and I was like the way you're acting, yeah, it's kind of like, you know when you're in a relationship with somebody and the person doesn't want to end it, but they, but they want to frustrate you so that you end it. And I was like, if you don't want me here, please just say. My partner went to pick up, pick up my stuff so I could film over the Christmas holidays. And, you know, he now, you know, was showing him pictures he had taken of when we'd been there, um, apparently. And he said, oh, you guys left this here, da, 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 da. just making excuses, not actually addressing the things that, you know, I was concerned about and then he said oh I would like to terminate the contract early I was like ah, thank you because me Seth I was maybe trying to be patient for the three months to hold out to also honor my partner because he was involved in this agreement he had given me this as a gift and I was just trying to see the best in it all the time so I was trying to be very careful with how I navigated mentioning my concerns but also showing my appreciation for this amazing thing that I was given so at that point we were both relieved we we're just like okay yeah we were thinking after the three months I was actively looking for like podcast studios in the area that I was living the girl that I hired to be PA um, was also looking for me that's how serious we were about other spaces so like it was kind of like okay you, you you were finally honest about the whole thing and I don't think he's a horrible person. I just think he maybe took on more than he could actually do. Um, because if you guys see in the vlog, like I was promised a lot, guys. <laughs> I was promised a downstairs space. I was promised a set. And I remember we did our, um, we did a test shoot just to see how everything would look. Test shoot, perfect. And then I was moved into another space when it was actually time to start the show. I didn't complain. 
um, I didn't say anything. I didn't really mind where we shot really. Um, I was just concerned about the quality of the video, the audio, um, and those things weren't really fixed. But anyway, I've kind of rambled on a, a lot about this, but... Oh, guys, as I'm editing, I remembered um, that, you know, at one point when I really realised that the, me and this um, producer couldn't really, like, go further was, or that we wouldn't last, was when he said to me, after I'd voiced a concern about one of our videos, that, oh, maybe you're more of a Britney rather than Whitney. And I, you know, asked, like, what does that mean? He said, okay, well, Britney, she didn't have much talent and she needed all the pizzazz to make her performances good. Whereas Whitney, Whitney Houston just needed a mic and she would wow the crowd. Maybe that's why, you know, content isn't popping for you right now. And I was like, huh? So again, like I said, like I'm a very big believer in like looking at patterns. Um, and I noticed um, when we went to the studio, as, as great and amazing as it was, um, I just noticed like a dip in terms of engagement, growth. We weren't growing as, as quickly anymore. Um, and I was really like, okay, huh. is it that I want to keep holding on to this thing because there was this grand announcement and because it's a whole studio, whilst actually the quality of my work is depreciating? Um, and I remember actually speaking to Minnie, the chef that you saw on our Christmas special about it. And she was like, Mo, don't hold on to it just because there was this, you know, We've got a studio, my partner got me a studio. Don't hold on to it at the detriment of where you see this channel actually going. Um, and that was what kind of just gave me the grace to like, you know, let it go. Even if, you know, there's been like a grand announcement. And sometimes we hold on to things because, you know, we've told the whole world. I think life is all about perspective. As much as some of these things were temporary, like the dream job, um, the studio, um, they still happened. And it's so funny because I remember I was having a conversation with my friend um, and she was saying, she was just, we're just talking about sometimes some, some things are temporary. And she said something so profound that I didn't know that I was going to need soon. Um, and she said, sometimes some things are temporary, not because they're not ours, but to show us what's possible. And that really, like, I remember remembering it when the job went and it was like, okay what was God trying to show me in terms of what's possible I realized you know finances it's, it's really possible for you Mo doing really well in your finances it's, it's possible um the studio dream it's, it's still possible it doesn't mean because it hasn't worked out with this particular one that it's never going to work out you know it still happened as well like when I count my blessings of 2020 I list these things on there because they still happened even though they're no longer they're no longer mine, um, the moment that they were, I enjoyed them thoroughly. Um, I was I felt super blessed, and I still feel super blessed that God would choose me to, you know, experience that. Yeah, just to do my recap of 2020 in terms of my blessings, my amazing partner, like God really blessed me with him. He is my better half. He's amazing. He, yeah, I could sit here and talk about him all day, but. Yeah, no, he is one of my biggest, I think, top blessing of 2020. Um, I hit my savings target um, because of the job roles that I did have, even though I was changing job, like I was changing pants. But I did say hit my savings target. When I tell you 2019, I ended up in the minus. For me to end up with my savings target in 2020, whew, Chile, that was definitely number two blessing. Um, growth on my channel that March to October we did good okay we did really really good i'm so proud of myself for 
finding my voice and realizing that I am the source that makes um, MCV tick um, and you guys allow me to explore who I am for real for real and I'm really super grateful for that. Um, boundaries as well, enforcing my boundaries, I was really proud of myself for becoming a better person in that regard. Um, and I'm really looking forward to 2021. Apart from everything that's happened, why the space looks different. Like I mentioned at the start, I moved back home. And that was because, again, with the patterns that I was noticing, I was noticing that, you know, each time these things would be taken away from me, I would concentrate on my channel a lot more and I would see growth. Um, and I wondered, like, what if more, you just sat down for three to six months and focus on this channel and just be strategic. You have passions, you have skills, you have other talents. But what if you just focused on MTTV for, for a moment? I wonder what would happen. And here we are. Um, I decided, okay, I do make money as a freelancer, but not enough to sustain me and save. And I do have a savings target for this year. Um, so I decided to swallow my pride, dismiss my comfort for a year um, or so, less than a year to be honest um dismiss my 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 comfort for and my independence for a bit so that i can focus on mctv without being worried about okay if freelance work doesn't bring me enough this month how am i going to pay my bills you don't hit savings targets that way so i decided to come home which was very nerve-wracking for me because you know there were reasons why i left in the first place you guys saw in my video why i left my parents house um, and being worried that I would come back to meet those same situations. But actually, luckily, it's been more pleasant than I anticipated, genuinely. Um, I think me going away was good for both parties. Um, because I've definitely seen some changes. And, you know, apart from hoping that everything was going to be fine and dandy, I also prayed that God would change me and make me a bit more tolerant um, when things aren't so pleasant. And so far, it's, that's been helping both sides. Um... What would you guys do um, if you were in these situations and you were basically getting no's and rejections when you were trying your hardest? Would you switch lanes and try to find a different path or go through the path that is directly aligned to God's will for your life? What would you do if you were me? Would you move back home as a creative, swallow your pride and do what you need to do to make your dreams come true? Or would you still try to find another job um, so you can juggle building whilst also following your dreams you guys let me know in the comment section down below and that's all i really have for you guys today make sure that's if you liked it do share with your friends and also subscribe to this channel for more until next time guys peace and love peace and chunks